So when you apply for life insurance, they ask you a bunch of questions. They're like, do you ever go skydiving? And do you engage in recreational marijuana use? And do you do this? Or do you do that? All that kind of shit, right? But you know what they don't ask you? They don't ask you how many times you engage in a McDonald's hot and spicy on a regular basis. They don't ask you how much exercise you get on a weekly basis. They don't ask you how much water you drink. There's nothing really inherently dangerous about skydiving anymore. You know what I'm saying? Except for like the shooting opening. How many times has that happened? I mean, it happens, it happens enough to people to think about No, it, it. doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't happen. It never happens. If it happened at all, do you think people would go skydiving? No. Do you think there would be a 100 skydiving? 100 uh, 1-800 skydiving? Do you I think there would be a skydiving.com? No, there wouldn't be. Clearly there, clearly there is. There is. Because that happens, and people still will go skydiving. So their answer to the question is, will they go, will they go skydiving if it happens? Yes. When was would. the last time you heard of a parachute not opening? But I've heard of one? Yeah. I've heard enough of it not happening. Not no, you haven't. You haven't. <laughs> You're... Yeah, like I was, like, <laughs> No one I know skydives. Like, you mean personally? Yes, you nigga, personally. I don't know nobody skydive. Are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even that dangerous, bro. I don't know no one that skydives. You're asking me, like, if my personal circle don't know anyone that's like, they didn't open. I'm like, no. And, wanna... and that is exactly my point. Because how many people do you know that engage in hot and spicy chicken sandwiches on a regular basis? A lot. Like, a lot, right? A lot. So you're more likely to get, uh, you know, hypertension due to these chicken sandwiches than you are to get uh, exploding into the ground from a skydive. So if these life insurance companies want to get their head out of their ass and start taking care of people a little bit more, they'd be, they'd be pretty nice, right? Thank you for agreeing with me. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. You know, one of these days, when I'm long gone, you guys are going to sit back and think about all of my takes. And you're going to say, you know what? He was right about a lot. He was right more often than he wasn't. Yeah. You should appreciate me while I'm here. I appreciate that stretch you just did. How was that a stretch? That was a stretch. <laughs> that was a first base reach. To it get really the, was. To though. get the out. Like, that was like one of those things where like in the cartoons where they make their hands walk mm-hmm. and their arms just like stretch out to the base or whatever. It's like, he's safe. Yep. Even one of them things. Like that was a stretch. I mean, look, you must be very limber right now. I'm very limber. I'm very loose. Be, Cause that was a stretch. My hips are very loose. Okay. <laughs> My hamstrings are very loose, strong, but loose. Yeah. Um, Hey everybody. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Everyone. Welcome. Got a little gas. Hold on. I ate some sushi earlier and it's coming back up. Ah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at State Your Take. Check out our playlist, the State Your Take list on Spotify. Check out our merch store. You can check out the link in our bio on Instagram for access to all that stuff. And subscribe. Please. Please subscribe. And as a matter of fact, if you are subscribed right now, unsubscribe. And then resubscribe because that helps our numbers a little bit. Wow, that's so weird. Yeah. 
And if you and if you resubscribe, leave another review on iTunes for us. Wow. Yeah. All that. I mean, it takes two seconds. No, I get it, but still, we're giving like, them free content. No, I mean, I get no. I get, week after week, I get that. No, we I, put our bodies on the line for them, yeah. and what do we ask for in return? Really weird algorithm. That's manipulation. it. <laughs> algorithm manipulation. That's all like, we want. It, but it's, I'm just saying, like, it's weird that like they have to do all that to do the thing that they are listening to. That's the thing that gets me. I'm not saying that. I I, I support you. I support them doing that force they want to. It's fine. I'm just saying that I don't like that you have to do that. I don't like that you have to do it either. That's I don't like saying. that we have so much competition, to be honest with you. Like, there are way too many fucking podcasts for us to be fighting up against. Yeah. And I just don't feel like most of them are any good. So <laughs> why are we working so damn hard when people are recording themselves talking through wax paper into their phone? Or eating seafood. Or eating se- What? Yeah, like, that's like, like that mukbang shit. ASMR. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was a very in particular swipe that you took right there. I, I think I was thinking about people eating like crab legs. That's I, one. That's, that's a popular one. I was, you know what? I had all right. So I had shrimp three times this week, and I've never been a big shrimp guy, but now I think I'm big on shrimp. I'm all in on shrimp. I'm buying shrimp stock. Why? Why? What changed your mind? It, about I mean, it? it's just so versatile. Like you could do anything with it. Like you could put it in a salad. You could put it in a, a a pasta dish. You can have it on its own. You could you could grill it. You could saute it. I mean, it is simple if you're a shrimp guy. It's because it cooks very fast. Cooks very fast, and you know it's lean. You know you don't have to worry about. The only thing you got to worry about with shrimp is like you know getting it deveined or whatever like that. But mm. that's it. Shrimp is easy, man. It is big shrimp. Uh, how was your week? Uh, it was cool. Um, happy. Uh, Are we? No, I'm saying happy, happy, happy Groundhog's Day. Oh, grandpa! The peak of the week this past Groundhog's Day, which, like, when you look at this shit, it's just, what did my what did my son say? Are we getting more winter? Or are we getting early he, spring? I think he saw. I think he saw a shadow. But I mean, I just I, I'm kind of mad that I even know that that happened. Like, because think about it, like people get really dressed up. And they huddle around a groundhog's hole, mm-hmm. and it just went, and 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 it gets national coverage. Yeah, like so we got so the whole nation's in, and what is a gobbler's knob? Yep, what's called gobbler's knob? Uh, knob gobbler. Yeah, the knob gobbler. Yep. So we go there. Go there. I saw a guy like in a top hat. Yeah, that's like his thing. Yeah, he's like in a top hat, and it's just like holding up a groundhog. Mm-hmm. That's his man's. And we do that once a year. Yep. Yeah. That's Do you weird. have a problem with that? It's fucking it's, it's, it's weird. It's Puxatani Phil, son. No, I'm just saying that because like... Well, do you even know where Puxatani... If I had to point to Puxatani on a map, do you think you could find it? No. Absolutely not. Me neither. Not I know it's all. in upstate New York yeah, somewhere, Okay, that's yeah. all I know. I'm saying it's like... I'm saying that because it's like sometimes you'll... When you hear... When you explain some, someone like a thing about like Kwanzaa or something, mm-hmm. and they'll hear these things and they'll think that it's weird... I mean, just because outside of American stuff, but then you have Groundhog's Day. I hope you didn't let this affect your entire week. I didn't. It's just, it, it wasn't, it's not enough to like make you just be like, it's not enough to like really just have like stock in your brain, but it's just it's like a one off. It's just like, huh, that's weird. I mean, this was, uh, how many <laughs> days ago was this? This was four days ago, and, and like it's still like, it's still living rent free in your, because bar- in how, your mind right because, now, man. Because I, cause it, it's weird if I talk about it like in March than now. 
Like I, I this has like I have like like me talking about Groundhog's Day weird, being weird to me it has like an expiration date. Like I can't talk about this like February twenty fourth. It's like okay, what the fuck are you doing? That's the first time I saw you. Yeah. Between Groundhog's Day, it's the first time I saw anyone That's true. on the pod to yep. Groundhog's Day. So I was like, I, this is the only time. Next next episode, I'm weird as fuck. Yeah. But this one, this is when it's in my wheelhouse. Dog. I got you. All right. Yeah. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. It is. Do you have plans I, for you I, and your lady? I'm have to. I'm have to like make dinner at home. Yeah, because it's like this COVID shit still around. What are you gonna make? I don't know. Maybe probably steak or something. Steak. Yeah. Is that her favorite food? Yeah, she likes steak. She likes steak. It's a good call, man. Can't go wrong with a good steak. No, you really can't. Um. So that was your whole week, just worrying about a groundhog, a rodent. No, I was more worried about an interest in the rodent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It was not the rodent itself. It's just living its life. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that man doesn't even know what's going on. He didn't ask for that. He like, did he not just, ask for any of this. Like they said, like, hey, they said, hey, once a year, we're gonna put you in a hole, and we're gonna get out, and we're all gonna watch you. <laughs> and like, I didn't sign for that. Like, I'm he's not, like, that, he's I, like, watch me do what? Right. <laughs> I have no animosity towards that groundhog. Let's say it be clear. Yeah, it's not with the groundhog. It's the whole pageantry around it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he also probably agrees with me. He's like, this is a lot. He's like, I've been doing this for like 40 years. This is too much, man. Let me live. Like, this is a lot, dude. Like, what do you every- think he does on the, on the other 364 days? I don't know. Probably lives better than we do. Oh, yeah. He probably really is pampered. <laughs> Puxatani Phil is living large. Puxatani Phil. Puxatani Phil. I feel like they could have done better with that name. It was lazy. It was super lazy. Th- How- that's, like, that's like calling you Houston Ed. Yeah, that 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 sounds lazy. A <laughs> leaf Ed. That sounds so lazy. <laughs> oh, A leaf Ed. Yeah, you know how A leaf Ed is. Because he's from A leaf. So. He gets real rowdy whenever he's uh, you know, on Tuesdays. Right. <laughs> he doesn't get rowdy on Mondays. He gets rowdy on Tuesdays. Um. Well, that's cool. Um. Do we want to give the good news yet or no? We can wait. We can wait. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But also, I saw one division. Okay. Great. I'm excited. So you watched all five episodes? Yes. Okay. I did. Now, guys, listen. If you're listening right now, we're about to spoil the fuck out of this show. And this is a show that really does not um, play very well if you know what's going to happen. So if you haven't seen WandaVision or if you haven't seen episode four, episode five of WandaVision, Turn this shit off, go watch it, and then come back. Okay? But if you have seen episode four and five, one, two, three, and four, and five of WandaVision, uh, buckle up because it's about to get freaky. First off, let me get your thoughts on the show overall before we get into like the details of the shit. One thing I like about the show um, is that it, it seems different than anything Marvel's ever done so mm-hmm. far. Mm hmm. Like, cause they have the they have like their whole movie formula where it's just kind of like just special effects, bombastic um, battles and all that stuff. Right. And um, and then you had like so even Netflix um had their own like there's like very gritty, very real, yeah, raw yeah, yeah. type of thing. And then this is like a whole other thing in itself. Like they're just doing something very different than Marvel's done. Very plot driven. Yeah. Very much, very rewarding for your attention to the other stuff that's going on. Like the amount of Easter eggs that they drop yeah. are great. Yep. Um, I love the show. 
I, I'm having so much fun watching this show. Like it is one of those shows, and it's disciplining us to remember, harken back to those days where you had to wait a week to see the next episode of a show. Where yeah. you know, because um, right now I just want next Friday already. Because they really left us with a great cliffhanger on episode five. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, Monica Rambo. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's very well acted. Like everyone in the everyone in this everyone in the show is doing a great job. Um, yeah, you know what I noticed? Um, fuck, hold on. Let me. Uh, the agent. What's his name? What's the actor's name? Um, I can't think of his name either. <sighs> he's all, yeah. Are you talking about he's an Ant Man? Yes, the one in Ant Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a great moment in the first Ant Man movie where Scott is on lockdown. Mm-hmm. And he's learning magic tricks, right? And he does that card thing where, like, he makes the card disappear and then reappear in his hand, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, what's his face? Randall Park. That's the actor's name. Randall Park. And he plays, um, oh, damn it. What is the the fucking guy's name? Um, I can't think of, I can't think of the character's name. But anyway, he asks uh, Scott Lang. He's like, how did you do it? How did you do the card trick, right? And then when we first see him in WandaVision, yeah. he pulls out his card and he does the trick. <laughs> yeah. And somebody posted that on Twitter and they're like, this is the kind of long form storytelling that Marvel is so well known for. Yeah. And I'm like, those are the details that you really love to see. Yeah. Um, episode five gives us all of the answers that we've been looking for so far. Um, they've been teasing, showing us like, what's going on and who's in control and how did this anomaly appear in New Jersey, by the way? Yeah. It was, do you want to, do you want to acknowledge that at all? I mean, do you want to acknowledge that this, this show takes place in school in yeah. my, in my neck of the woods? Uh, yeah, that's great. Do you want to, it, it go, it happens in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to also uh, remind the folks where one of the infinity stones was held? New Jersey? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, this is, this is good for you. Yeah, it's, it's great. Okay. It's really exciting. Okay. Because okay. out of all the places in the world WandaVision could have set up shop, she chose the Garden State. And okay. I, for one, can't blame her whatsoever because mm-hmm. it is gorgeous up there. Yeah, okay. Um. So they, they finally explained the anomaly a little bit. Wanda has kind of set up this... Uh, incubation this quarantine of herself where she has taken over the minds and the will of all of its inhabitants and sort of molded them into characters in her own sitcom which is explaining why she's you know going through all of these decades somewhat and every once in a while there's a little glitch in the matrix and someone pays attention to what's going on and kind of notices like, oh, that was just very strange. Like, why are, what are we doing here? Um, at, at first, you had a, a, the thought that maybe Wanda was being held against her will and being held captive. But now it turns out that she is the one. She is a captor. She is a captor. And everyone else is there against their will, so to speak. Vision is finally starting to figure things out. Um, I guess what had happened was Wanda went and uh, sort of hijacked um, Vision's body from a sword facility mm-hmm. 
that probably was also located in New Jersey. I don't know if they mentioned that or not, but it's just really interesting to me that like all these really um, important places, all these important events and all these important uh, uh, you know parts of the story happen in New Jersey. It's just very interesting to me. Have they even gone to Texas yet? It's interesting to just you. huh? Have they? Have they gone to Texas yet? I don't even hey. know. Huh? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Do I care? I think that. I think. On. I think the last word is the one that you you meant to say. Is, I don't, is, the answer is no. I don't care. No. I, I really the answer is don't no. care. It's no. Like, I oh, mean, this is crap. This is crap. Because see. if any part of this show or any part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe took place in Texas, everyone in Texas would be taking out their proverbial dicks and stroking it all over themselves and be like, look what they did. They fucking came to Texas. Oh, Lone Star, come all over your face, neck, and chest. Because you guys love Texas. That's, Just admit it. Bro, I don't care. Admit it. You know I wouldn't care. That's the thing too. That you you're screaming like you know I wouldn't care. You know I wouldn't care. Like you know what people would care. You know I wouldn't care. She found the look mind. At me. She, look, you know I wouldn't give a shit. You know you, you tell me I'd be like cool. All right, look, let's get through this. She found the mind stone. She put it back in vision. She she built him again. Uh, she created this world. And um, at the end of episode five, uh, Quicksilver is back. The one that everyone liked. I liked Aaron Jameson. I have a problem with him. I liked him. No, I, okay. Let me say, let me. I, we didn't hate Aaron Johnson, but we liked it. We, but that one was more fun. He was more fun. Yeah, uh, the, I don't. The, I didn't hate Aaron Johnson. The the, the, the Quicksilver from X Men First Class. Yeah, yeah. He that he's he's that's the better one. Like I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Aaron Johnson is bad. I'm yeah. just saying that you know the uh, they even mentioned it. They were like, did he, did did he recast recast Pietro? Yeah, that was pretty funny. What did you think at the end of episode five? Oh, that was real. I mean, like that was just like. Were you shocked? Were you like legitimately surprised? I was stunned that they did it, like that they brought someone from the Fox universe into the Marvel universe. Were and I you? Was just like, I, well, this, uh, this, this, the first time it being this, mm-hmm. like that was the part that got me because this has happened before. Yeah, this is kind of like when we sort of fantasy book or fantasy cast mm-hmm. a show. This is kind of what you do, mm-hmm. but then they actually did it. They did the fucking thing that we were talking about. Yeah, like. We like that we saw Fox. We that's the first Fox crossover. Yeah, unless you are counting, you know, Chris Evans and Captain America, which nah could also be a thing. It could be, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, but this, this is the first. This is the first official one. So where do you think they go from here? I mean, that's that's the thing you don't even know. Yeah, there's no way of calling it because it's just so. Do you think that this is how they introduce the mutants into the into the the world? Because we had new mutants. I think. I mean, I think that I think that you can, but I think like if you want to talk about them introducing mutants, they already kind of did. With what? With with what we just saw. Like, oh yeah, but I mean, they they weren't calling them mutants. They were calling them what were they called? Enhanced. Yeah. Um, because they couldn't use the word mutants. Yeah, but I'm legally. saying like they probably. I'm saying like in terms of introducing them to the Marvel Universe, like yeah. this is a, like you kind of just did this just now with right. Yeah. You haven't Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's spend a few more minutes on this because I, I, I kind of want to get like a little bit more fantasy booking because if we can talk about something and then they do it on the show, we could take credit for it. <laughs> um, who do you think they bring in from Fox? Do they bring in Beast? Because Beast has a pretty big role in Sword. Like I think he's one of like in the comics, 
he's a pretty high-ranking official in Sword. So it wouldn't surprise me if they brought over Beast and... I don't know, like maybe Magneto? I don't fucking know, man. Like, who who do you call? Like, who can you get? Like, could you get fucking Fastbender to come in and do a a, a cameo? Could yeah. you get um uh what's his face that played Professor X to come in and, and do a run in? Like James McAvoy. James McAvoy. I'm bad with names, dude. That's great. Um like, do you get fucking Olivia Munn to come in as be Psylocke? Like, I don't know. You really, she... I mean, the thing is, like, you could do that, like, just as a one-off anyway. Sure, why not? Like, just Possibilities are endless. But who yeah. do you want to see? I want to see from... Um... And don't say Wolverine, because everybody um, wants to see Wolverine. Well, that's, that's, that's chalk, though. I mean... But you pick well, chalk. Yeah, but that's true. But what I want to see... I mean, for, if we're talking about... I want to see Deadpool. <laughs> oh! Oh! That's the pain that I am feeling right now because my dick is so hard. It's stretching out my pants. Oh, my God. That, that, that's the one. Deadpool's the one. <sighs> Deadpool is the one. Deadpool is the one. You're right. What the fuck? Why not? Why not bring in Deadpool? He already like, he breaks the fourth wall anyway. Yes. So he just. Oh, my God. You get Deadpool in the WandaVision show, right? Yeah. And then he like breaks the fourth wall exposition to talk to uh cat denning's character and everybody back at the the base right just yeah. to give a just to, you know oh my god yeah i'm with that fuck it i want to see that version i want to see that show yeah that sounds good um okay so you're in you're 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 watching next season right you're not gonna let them sit and build up again right i mean like i said i was just about to begin disney plus because now i just have to i have that mandalorian for disney plus all i'm watching on there now and that's all i got you can watch toy story Mm. All right, let's talk about hypocrisy. Let's talk about these uh, capital rioters and what they're fucking allowed to do in this in while they're on trial. This is great. Dateline. Capital suspect Jenny Cud. Ew, what a gross name. With two D's. Two D's on the Cud. Cud. Forget about a Cud. Good. Remember that from uh from Fast and Furious, Paul Walker. <laughs> too fast and furious. Too fast and furious. Too fast too furious. I gotta make sure I get the title right. It was two with the number two and fast. There's two, number two, furious. Get it right. Forget about it, cuh. Capital riot suspect Jenny Cud gets permission to take Mexico trip, federal judge rules. Uh she would want on there to be a bad bitch. Yeah. A Texas flower shop owner accused of participating <laughs> in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol was granted permission to take a trip to Mexico by federal judge. U.S. District Judge Trevor McFadden said in the order granting Jenny Cud's request for travel later this month that neither her pretrial service no officer nor prosecutors opposed the request. He also noted that she had no criminal history and said that there was no evidence that she was a flight risk or posed a danger to others, even though she's going to another country. <laughs> Let that sink in for a second. She requested to go to Mexico while on trial for an insurrection, and, and they said she's not a flight risk. Yes, that's cool. Let it go. Now, looking at this lady, I don't think that she has any connects in Mexico. I don't think that she would go and hide out in Mexico because she would stick out like a sore thumb. However, and do I even really have to say it? Let's move on. Lawyers for Cud, who owns Jenny's Flowers in Midland, Texas, requested the court's blessing for her to travel to Mexico's Riviera Maya 
I don't think I said that right. Riviera? Maya? Uh, probably. I feel like I need a little bit more like a, you know. Anyway, from February 18th to February 21st for a prepaid work-related bonding retreat with her em- employees and their spouses in a February 1st court filing. They said the trip was prepaid and planned before the Capitol riot. Cut is on pretrial release after being initially charged with two misdemeanor offenses, including entering a federal building without permission and engaging in disorderly conduct. I feel like she's getting off light with those charges. But, I mean, they're misdemeanors. State your take on this, man. These have been fun to watch, though. Have they not been fun for you to watch? Like, I mean, fun how? Fun in the sense that, like, I just want to see how people explain this away. Yeah. Like, it's like, let's see what, like, what verbal gymnastics you to explain this? Like, the guy, like, they were talking about the guy, the, um, the fucking, uh, was that Davy Crockett? QAnon Shaman? Yeah, the, the meth Davy Crockett. Like, <laughs> we saw him get, like, locked up, and then he's, and then he had to, like, change on prisons because he couldn't get organic food. Couldn't get the organic, man. And the organic food. So, he had to get the non GMO. Right, certified organic, vegan mm-hmm. products. Yeah, you gotta get like nat- natural stuff. And he couldn't get it. So I was like, "This is, this is, this will not do." This is no good for this. Is this what is this a prison? Yeah, this is no good. Like, yeah, this is like this. The sir, this will not do. Yeah, and so he went to I guess Whole Foods jail, and they got him like you know, um, fucking what. I guess for like three dollar mangoes or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, like a butternut squash mash oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, there you go. Like yeah, you got something like real, like natural from the earth or whatever the fuck. And but but he was a terrorist. Oh yeah, no, he's like there's let's not let's not uh cut it's corners wi- here. It's, it's been wild to watch though. It's just like man, this is so. I mean, look, it's we knew the game. Yeah, we knew what was gonna happen. I mean, look, I I really don't even expect any of these people that participated to get the book thrown at them because they all have to be I'm I'm pretty sure they all have to be charged and arraigned and all that kind of stuff in Washington DC, right? They don't they don't get to be charged in their home state, correct? I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. I don't know. I just I, I'm just it's like it's just things like that. Like remember like Dylan Ralph got taken to like Burger King after he like murdered nine people. Yeah, I mean it's the precedent the, 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 like, the president bro, was like, already set a long time ago. The the what's really gonna piss people off though is if anybody of these and if any of these officials, uh, these Congress people or representatives that sort of uh, facilitated this attack, uh, if they get off scot free, that's really what's gonna piss people off. Uh, yeah, I mean, but they're gonna escape. That's yeah. the, and that should piss people off. But I'm saying like this is just it's just weird to see. like I can't even fake this dog. Like yeah, you, y'all can't even fake it. Can't even fake it. I can't even fake it. Um, okay. Let's uh, let's just move on because we're going to be paying more attention to as these go, uh, all these trials as they go on. But my my expectations are very low. I feel like even as a judge, like if somebody asks you, you gotta be like, oh, "Come on, man! You know I can't let you do that. Yeah, I can't let you go to Mexico. I don't make look. You know I can't. Like I mean, you know, if it was if it wasn't people watching this, yo, I can't just let you go to Mexico. Like, come on, man! You look, you broke into the Capitol building. What? Like, you can't. I can't. What you even asking me for? Your Honor, it was a prepaid trip, and it would just mean so much to me and my employees and their spouses if you would just find it in your heart to allow me to 
take this trip and I will accept all responsibility when I return. Look, man, look, I, I, any other day, any other day, I got you, bro. Come on, man. You look, you got me. I can't just let you. <sighs> Sir, <laughs> please, I'm asking you nicely and politely, let me go to Mexico. Damn it. Judgment for the plaintiff. <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, unruly whites, I don't even really like saying that, but <laughs> this fucking guy, Morgan Wallen, dude. Sounds like a... Let's just play the tape. Morgan Wallen was a... Is a... Was a... I don't know. Can you get fired from your job if you're uh, a... a if you can, can you get fired for saying the N-word if you're a country music artist? I don't think so. You probably get a promotion. It's like a, he's like a Joe Dirt cosplayer. He looks terrible. Yeah. Like, he looks awful not even like i mean he he looks like uh you know he looks like um uh, he looks like he belongs in a documentary about bullying mm. and he's the bully you know what i'm saying like 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 i don't know 15 years removed mm-hmm. they talk about how he bullied how he wished he didn't bully people in his past life because mm-hmm. now nah. mm-hmm. I'm like, a, like, and I have like a dirty mullet now. And now he's stuck doing construction and he can't get a yeah. job doing anything else. Um, okay. Uh, this fucking website, dude. Yo, AV Club, like get it together. Like for real. Um, should I read the, the, should I read part two first or should I read part one first? Oh, part one. Part one? Yeah, okay. part one is a good to read. Like, give them some sequence. Okay. I'm not going to read the uh, the dateline, the, the headline on this. I'll read the dateline on part two because it's, it's funnier. Um, the country music industry moves not- notoriously slow. It's called a 10-year town because that's about how long it takes for most, most folks to find their place on Music Row. I graduate. To hone their chops and refine their voice, but also to take enough meetings and hang at enough honky-tonks to be welcomed into the uber-exclusive club. Even the music itself lags like a download on dial-up. If you want to get a good sense of what will top the country charts in the coming years, simply look to the pop, hip-hop, and R&B charts from the previous decade or even further back. Who could have possibly predicted that in a city teeming with homegrown rap talent ready to blaze any verse on a trap beat backed by country bop, Nelly, of all of early aughts country grammar fame would become bro country's favorite feature. So I guess Nelly does a lot of country music features. No, they have like this country that's kind of like hip hop infused. Ew. I mean, do not want. But over the past few days, country music appears to have taken to have shaken free from its sluggish state, at least temporarily. This time, for perhaps the first time, the industry is moving swiftly and in notable unison. The catalyst was, of course, Morgan Waller's Wallen's N-word, hard R, heard around Nashville, and later the whole nation, via footage filmed by a neighbor leaked to TMZ. And as the rest of the world caught glimpse inside the country music bubble, this thriving genre forever weighed the baggage of the past, of backwoods, cliches, and redneck stereotypes. Industry execs were execs were forced to make a decision. Would they overlook this egregious racism from its newest face of country with the man the man with the number one album in America for three weeks and counting? I didn't even know he had a number one album in the country. Uh, let's play the tape. You ready? You want to hear it? Have you heard it? 
Of course you heard it, because I played it for you earlier. That was it. That was the point where you said the nigger. He said the N-word. He said 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 nigger. Hard R. Hard R. Um but I don't know what the context was. It just sounded like he was drunk. Maybe he got into an altercation with somebody. And uh yeah, dropped the N-word. I don't even think the person was black. I didn't see any black people there. So he just he just used it all willy nilly. Yep. Um now what kind of all right, let me ask you this. Let's say you're a country music fan. First of all, imagine being a country music fan. Can't even do it. <laughs> Say you're a country music fan, and Morgan Waller is one of your favorites, right? Like, you love him. You're just like, Morgan Wallen is my guy. Like, this is, guy speaks to me. And then you see this tape, right? And you, yourself, you've always said, you know what? I don't see color. I'm not racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. But I... I don't like this Morgan Waller Wallen saying the N-word. How would you respond to, to such news? Wait, if I saying that? No, yeah, you're the country music fan. Okay. You I, don't have a racist bone in your body. I don't have a racist bone in my body. You don't see color. I don't see color. No. Like, yeah. How are you responding to, to such a... I don't see color. I see people. Yes, exactly. I see people. I don't care if you're black, white, green, purple. Blue. Yellow. Fuchsia. Polka dots. How are you responding, Ed? Tell me how are you responding to this? I don't care. I don't see color. Yeah, if you don't see color, man. Um, he probably should have, he probably should have said the n word. Like it's probably not a good move for him to do that. Like you shouldn't. But do you yeah. tear down your Morgan Wallen posters? Do you burn your Morgan Wallen jersey? <laughs> My Morgan Wallen. But before this happened, yes, yeah. to that. Okay. I, the Morgan has always been burned. Well, but I mean, yeah, no, like it's. Well, keep, no, wait. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying because to cancel someone is weird, right? Like it's like you can't throw the person away, but at the same time, it's just like you gotta let them know that that this ain't cool to do this. You know what I mean? Like I, I just sometimes you just gotta let a motherfucker know. Well, you gotta let them know. Yeah, you gotta let them know it's not cool to do this. I like, gotta let them know that. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say throw them away, but like I probably wouldn't stop messing with them as much anymore. Like even if I. Not the person with the racist bone. I can see someone can slip and say, I'm just like, yeah, that's not a good look for you, dog. Well, let me tell you how the world responded to okay. this. Dateline! Morgan Wallen sales quadruple after getting caught using racial slur on camera. Yeah. I really don't feel like I need to read anything else because this is America. And if there's anything America loves more, it is a down and out country boy that just made a mistake. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Bless his heart. I just, you know, I just don't, I think everybody deserves a second chance. And I just, I just don't think that he deserves to lose everything over this one tiny incident. This, this, this incident, he just a snafu. He apologized for it. And, you know, that's enough for me. I'm not offended. Well, then, by all means, allow him to continue. It'd be one thing if you weren't offended, but you like, he said, they said this has quadrupled. Yeah, and he already had the number one album. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, it's one thing to just keep it steady. 
I can't. Ima- I can't imagine that anybody who bought his album the first time, like what? Like, did you just buy it you again? Buy it like three more times? Like, yeah, what are you like, doing? Because <laughs> until today, I had never heard of this guy. Oh, so I don't know who out there was buying the album, and I don't know out there who bought the album after they found out he's a racist. Like, <laughs> like there's not enough of a difference between the two. I don't know, man. Buy eight of those albums. I mean, look, I can't say that like we're not guilty of this as well because like R. Kelly went to jail and they were out there streaming his songs and trying to bail him out. So like oh, we get crazy too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, like yeah, no. Yeah, no, but right, like though. it's whatever. Ish. It's whatever. Ish. Deshaun Watson. Officially, not officially, but unofficially, officially out of Houston. Somewhat. Sort of. Um, And when you are as talented as Deshaun Watson is, and you are publicly outspoken, there is no shortage of old guys who want to pick you apart and tear you down. Dick Vermeil, ex-Eagles coach, Eagles, Eagles. uh, slammed him. Told him to stop acting like a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Brett Favre, oh Favre, went and said, "You get paid money to do this job, so you need to just shut up and do it." Um, do you have anything you want to say to Brett Favre and Dick Vermeil? Because I know they're listening right now. They they're listening. Yeah. By the way, just before you get started, uh, you did link to a NewJersey.com article. Okay, thanks. Um, fine journalism. They do up there in NewJersey.com. Shout out to NJ.com. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was talking to Dick Vermeil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, just, I guess I'm talking to Brett. Like, for Brett Favre, it's like, man, the nerve of that guy. Mm. Like, we were here when you fake retired and came back and demanded a trade from Green Bay to the rivals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we, we we saw that. Yeah. Did you think? You know, we can see you. We can right? see. We, <laughs> we, can, we can look up your history. We right? can see you. Like we can see you. Like, yeah. And then he went to the Jets. Right. And then he showed his dick to a girl who didn't want to see it while he was on the Jets. We can see you. Yeah. Like, this is all stuff that we can look up. Yeah. Like this is that that that's. I just I didn't I don't think that Brett Favre that we can see him. I think he thinks he's invisible or something. Like I think we should really chuck on him because I think that he's another we can see him do things. Like we can see you not get paid a lot of money and not do what you're told. Like what do you? <laughs> yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson's agent David Mulugeta Mulugeta Mulugata. I don't know how you say your name, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna call you Dave. Um, he tweeted at Brett, uh, Brett should probably stop throwing stones from the glass house that he's sitting in. Because really and truly, Brett Favre was able to do the things that he did based off of, you know, contract negotiations. Like, yeah. he made all the money that he did. I mean, he was very talented. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it wasn't like he just sat there and allowed Green Bay to pay him whatever they wanted to pay him. It's like, no. Like, when it came time to negotiate contracts, you let your voice be heard. Yeah. You said, I think I'm worth this much. Match the offer. And if you don't match the offer, I'm going to go fuck off to the Minnesota Vikings for a little bit. You probably also had to say so. I'm sure that Brett Favre also had to say so of who came in to the Green Bay when he was there anyway. Like, he wasn't just like, 
they didn't leave him out of that room. You know what I mean? So for you to get mad at Deshaun Watson for wanting to be wanting to be where you were, that seems like hella off base. Because it's like, dude, you I know you're definitely in there about seeing who who you were throwing the ball to. Like, there's no way you didn't know, or you, you didn't have to say so who, who you were throwing the ball to when you won those rings. So I don't know how you can even come at someone who's just trying to do the same thing that you probably got. Yeah. And Dick Vermeil, um, this guy really came out the side of his neck. I think they changed his diapers, okay? Nowhere in his contract does it say that he's involved in making the decisions of who coaches or who leads the organization. He's a great NFL football player and always has been a great kid. But I think he just shuts his mouth and becomes a better football player and lead the football team and let the leaders of the organization lead him. Okay, so you want him to lead the football team, but you also want the leaders to lead him. So do you want him to be a leader or do you want him to be a servant? How like how, how are you how is he on a 4 and 11 team? Are they hard 4 and 12? I don't remember. Losers. They're you, losers. You, you could just say a losing team. They're on a losing team. And yet you're the you lead the league in passing yards. Mm-hmm. And he said he should be a better player. Like how? How? How dick? How's he be a better player? Yeah. Like what do you want him to do? Like he's throwing to no he he leads he leads the league in passing yards throwing to nobody. Name one receiver that he's throwing to. Uh, okay. Exactly. Like it's crazy. And he's like, be a better football player. Like, how dick? How dick? Dick Vermeil took a shot at Kansas City Chief disgruntled running back Larry Johnson back in 2004. And Larry Johnson respond, clapped back by saying, I don't need no motivation. If I need motivation, I'll talk to my father. I don't need another grown man telling me I need to take the diapers off. That's not how I've been raised. And I don't need no motivation from anybody. I'm self-motivated because my father taught me to be that way. And then Johnson went on to become a two-time Pro Bowler with more than 1,700 rushing yards for two straight seasons. So there you go. Um, Look, man, this is all, uh, like, we can find racism in anything, right? We can always find racism in something, right? This is what we do. This is what we've been been doing for two straight years, right? We take stories and we, we, you know, we we, we take a microscope to them, right? We take a laser and we cut open to find that racism. Right, like we, we, we come here, we have like microscopes. Yeah. And we just look around, oh, there it is. And we don't right, even have, is. we don't even need a microscope. We can see this with the naked eye. There it is, right there. You see it right there under that under that in that corner. Yep, that, that's racism. There I just wonder if uh, I just wonder there if Dick, I wonder if Dick Vermeil and Brett Favre are going to say the same things about uh, Aaron Rodgers when he inevitably goes public with his disdain for the Green Bay Packers or Carson Wentz right now. Oh, did Carson say something out, out loud? Yeah, I mean he. I mean he's been alluding the fact that like he he's he's kind of like doing the same thing. Close to what Deshaun Watson doing, saying like he hasn't officially asked for a trade yet, but people are saying like he wants out of Philly. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, is this the official James Harden playbook now? Uh, look, it's been there before James Harden. I try. Uh, I said that. But has anybody done it better than him? Oh yeah. Who? Uh, like, look, you know what? So we'll save a sh- we'll, we'll, next okay, we'll show. Save it. We'll I'll save give it. you five that are better than James Harden. Okay, I bring you five better than James Harden. All right, all right. But if they okay, all right, we'll do that. Okay. All right, all right, bye. <laughs> you ever had like those awkward, <laughs> like you're trying to get off the phone? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wait. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Yeah. All right. Bye. Hey. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> um, All Star Game is coming up for the NBA. Nobody wants it. I don't want it. You don't want it. 
The players don't want it. Coaches don't want it. Probably some of the owners don't want it. The only people that really want it are like the sponsors and uh, TNT or NBC or whoever's playing the fucking game this year. Yeah. They were told, at least according to LeBron James, that they weren't going to have an all-star game this season because of the shortened offseason and that they were going to be able to take that time that week to just rest and recuperate. And then at some point, I think a few weeks ago, uh, they were told, oh, no, we're going ahead with this all-star game in Atlanta and all you guys got to come. So I have been boycotting voting for all-star. So, and, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it doesn't matter because I'm just one person. But I think it's a really bad idea to try to force these guys to play in an all-star game during this pandemic. And it's even worse to make them travel. Yeah, especially when you, are, you told them they can rest. Yeah. And everyone everyone understands why there's an all-star game. The all-star game is usually pretty fun. Yeah, it's a fun time we can go out into whatever city that's in. And, cause I think it's in Atlanta this year. It's in Atlanta this year. Yeah. And a lot, like when I was going to school in Morehouse, the all-star game was in Atlanta my freshman year. And the city was fucking rocking. Yeah. I remember when it was in Houston here, like maybe not too long ago, but that, yeah. that shit was like. It was crazy, right? It was crazy. Um, I actually ran into Allen Iverson, oddly enough. He was standing outside of a club, just hanging, talking. And as had someone not said that's Allen Iverson, I would have completely missed him because he was so unassuming. Like you, he wasn't even flashy. I think he had a chain on, and that was it. But he had a bunch of pretty girls around him. I'll tell you that. He's Allen Iverson. Um. So, like, if nobody's excited about this, and these guys make enough of a stink about it, do you think it's possible that they just say, "Forget it"? Um, I think. I think that uh, they're gonna have this also game regardless. I think that what you'll have what will happen is a lot of the stars that they will go anyway. Like I think um, LeBron said he'd still go if he got called up, and I think that's the same thing. So I think they will still go. What I would want to see is probably just I wonder if you see like just probably one of those lackluster all-star games ever where they're just like they where they're just like really phoning it in oh yeah that'd be kind of funny to watch actually like if they were just like just playing terribly on purpose mm-hmm. yeah that'd, just that'd, taking full court shots <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be I, i'd, I'd want to watch that uh Giannis actually said at the end of the day if we have the all-star game just to have the all-star game and have no fans i don't see the point of having the all-star game this really is like a fans you know driven thing it really is yeah because i mean fans vote Fans vote. They have all the fan experience booths set up throughout yeah. the entire week. Yeah. You go and you fucking pay a bunch of money to watch the celebrity game and then the skills competition, the dunk contest. Like, it's a whole thing. It's really for fan engagement. It's for but, fan engagement. But, like, you can't even engage fans. So, yeah, what's the point? Yeah. It's like no, none of these guys wants to go and play in front of a bunch of computer screens. I just want to see, like, I really hope that I just see the most lackluster game ever. Yeah. That'd be funny for me to watch just. But also, like, okay, let's just worst case scenario, mm-hmm. right? You go, they they have the All Star Game. Everybody goes, they get tested. Everybody tests negative, right? Whatever. And then at some point in the week, somebody fucking brings in a you know somebody that's not supposed to be there, and then you know test positive, spreads, blah 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 blah. They gotta shut the whole thing down. Now you feel really stupid because not only did you have to cancel the All Star Game, or you have to have a bunch of people miss the All Star Game, so you have like three on three all-star 
But now you have to like delay a bunch of more games. People have to sit out due to protocol. Like, you know, this is just not like I don't know how they go about getting this done. And it's really disappointing, especially after last season in the bubble, how well they were able to handle that. That's the only reason why I can't, uh, why I can't like crap on them right away because like I mean they did the bubble pretty well. So I mean that's all that's the only thing I would say that's in the positive and that they, they probably can pull this off. But I'm also wondering, like, what if there's like an outbreak at the All Star game? Yeah, man, that'd be like that would shut down the whole league because that's that's like stars from everywhere. Yeah, it's it's one person on every team. It's, yeah, essentially, it's, it's the, and it's their best player. It's their best player. It's one of their best players. Also, it's like the people people pay to come and see. Like he's out. Like Kevin Durant's out, and yeah. uh, like like for us, with Christian Woods out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, LeBron James. Um, yeah, man, like it's gonna be. Um, I mean, I don't look. I'm optimistic, but I'm cautious. I'm optimistic. I just feel, I just feel like I don't think they're gonna fuck up. I just think it's unnecessary. Like why the risk? Not, the risk is not worth it. Very that's unnecessary. Me, that's what I'm saying. Very unnecessary. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. If anything, it should be optional. Yeah. Or even better. Ooh, what if they did this? What if you voted? All the fans voted, and then they just played like a 2K game. They probably will do that anyway. They probably they probably was playing before. Honestly, weren't they doing that like for a while? Like yeah. they like uh ESP or was it NBA TV? They were streaming like two K games. No, they would have like the, the they would have the stars play. Yeah, they had the stars play like two K, which is weird to me. I'm like, but they have y'all have esports esports players. Like, well, can they just play it? Because I I mean, it was weird to watch them have stars because beat. nobody wants to fucking watch uh you know Dragon Blade Zero versus uh of uh, Funk Boy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just like it was just weird to see like um some of the stars just kind of play two K. I'm like I'm just watching these play those and play video games. This is weird. That happened like in the very beginning of the of the pandemic. Yeah. I was like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, it was we they no were, everyone was flying by the seat. We were just like, oh, let's make them uh play two K. <laughs> they literally had like a flow chart. Yeah, or, or like a whiteboard full of ideas, and they just like that was the best idea they yeah, had. Yeah, they had like the spelling beyond like tough. Yeah, I think it I was a whole. That. They like like they like they didn't know ESPN didn't know what the fuck to do. No, none of us did. <laughs> They're just like up to like la- like before last dance. That should be documented. Like ESPN before last dance because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. I bet you now. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you now. HBO, Showtime, ESPN, they all start doing like really intense documentaries, like eight part documentaries, just in case you need to have something in the tuck yeah. for. You know, another pandemic lockdown, right? Because you don't want to get caught with your pants down. HBO got HBO got like mad documentaries on deck, though. Yeah, they do. Have you watched um, the Little Things, the Denzel movie? I did. What do you think? I thought it was okay. I thought like I thought it was perf- I thought it was, I thought it was, the acting was good, mm-hmm. but I just thought like the story. I was just like, okay, what what what? Why was why why was this for? I was super creeped out. I mean, I was creeped out, but I don't know. Uh, any sort of period piece, any time, any time a movie takes place before cell phones. I get, oh yeah, I get no, out. it's uh, because you realize how easy people can get away with murders. Yeah, like, I have dude. to just not be there when they show up. Right, it's like, <laughs> like if there's no GPS, if there's no cell towers, if there's no Wi-Fi, I'm like, how do you get out of that situation? Like they just they just leave. Like you got to learn how to fight or shoot or something. Yeah, but they just leave. Like they're like it's it's weird because like you can be a killer and just oh, I'm just gonna leave now. Yeah, and and if anything, I'm gonna come back. Right, and I'm gonna jerk off on this corpse. Yeah, like that, was, that was weird. That was, that was weird. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it was okay. Uh, yeah, I probably won't watch it again. But, but I mean, next week though, what's next week? Judas and the Black Messiah. Is that next week? I thought it was this week, February twelfth. Oh shit! 
can't wait for that. Yeah, that fucking trailer looked intense, dude. I was like, I was like, just take, take my money now. Take it. Take it. And then, uh, have you seen um, One Night in Miami yet? Oh, yeah, the, uh, I did. You I saw did. that? I did. I haven't um, seen it yet. Uh, did you like it? I thought it was good. Yeah. That was good. Fucking Regina King, bro. She killed it. Okay, so... Move out my way, bitch! It's Black History Month! Um, so for Black History Month, we're going to each talk about one black person that we think deserves to get their flowers while they're still here. While they're still here. Because, I mean, we're going to... Because you're going to hear about, like, the Martin Luther Kings, Malcolm X's, George Washington Carver's, mm-hmm. and, like, all those guys that deservedly these accolades, but they're not here to appreciate them. Right. Yes. So that's so we're trying to get people their flowers today. Today. Right now. While they're around. While they're still here. Um who would you like to place a spotlight on first, sir? The person we should pay a spotlight on is the real American dream. Yeah. The ice cream man. Mm. Master P. The No Limit Soldier. The No Limit Soldier. The original No Limit Soldier. Yeah. Uh, what would you like to say about Master P? Master P is even because because I think people get confused about him being a musician and people get lost in that part of it. But I'm like he's so much more than just a musician because the musician. If you, if you talk about him being a musician, mm-hmm. it's probably honestly one of like the lighter parts. Yeah, of Master P, right? Of or, or the magic that he is, uh, that is Master P. Correct. You know what I mean? Like just him being a businessman, him being able just like to maneuver, like just the industry. He's not a businessman. He's a business man. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Just being able to maneuver the industry and just start from. You start. He started all with with a with money he got for like a wrongful death suit on against his grandfather, mm-hmm. and he took that and he made it to. A bazillion dollars. Yeah. Um, last I heard, he was in talks to buy Reebok. Yes. From out under Adidas. Yeah, him and Baron Davis. Yeah. Can you imagine? Look, if they were able to bring that shit back, they like they have it. They have a template. Mm-hmm. It's doable. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I just man. No, I, I I hope that works out. Me too. I hope it works out. Me like, too. I would I would love nothing more than to see Reebok commercials pop up while watching NBA TV. Like it would just bring back a sense of nostalgia that like yeah. you, know, you just don't. The only thing that would make it better is if you're watching like Cartoon Network and then you see a commercial for like LA Gear light up or like British Knights. You like right. remember those? Yeah. Like that's just something that you just you know yeah. I'll never buy them. But it would be cool to see them come back. Yeah, I just like you have a formula there that you could like bring back. You know, like like just like get like get AI. Oh yeah, got to bring back get AI. You can get back. You can get like D Brown. D Brown. Um, who else had a did a uh, Bo Jackson didn't have a Reebok deal, did he? I don't think so. No, uh, he was Nike. Nike. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they had the pump. I'm saying. Uh. I can't think of who else had a deal, a shoe deal with Reebok. But Reebok was a big deal back in the day. Saying like you could just be, you could start there though. What's your favorite Master P like venture? 
I think it's still awesome that he's played basketball, man. Dude, that is nuts to me. That, that is like, crazy, he did, right? All he did with uh, like with the music and all that stuff, and he's like, I'm just gonna play basketball. And he and he made a team. Yeah, and he's he's like, it was one thing to for him to when you heard him say like, oh, I'm gonna go play basketball. You're just like, oh, okay, this is just a celebrity doing celebrity celebrity shit, right? Right. But then you saw the footage, and you were like, oh no, he's got handles. He's got a shot. Like he's got speed. He's six four. He's six four, and he's been playing hoop longer than he's been rapping and producing. So we know he's got a little bit of talent there. Boy, it was cold, man. It was crazy. Same, man. He's probably gonna give himself a shoe deal. You might. Yeah, I don't see why not. I see Maybe why not. if you if you on Reebok, then yeah, fuck it. Why yeah. not give himself a shoe deal? Shout out to Master P, man. Yeah, we gotta we gotta give him his flowers. Now. Absolutely, dude. Ghetto D is like. I still listen to that shit like it came out yesterday sometimes. Like, it will just pop up randomly on my liked music, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is takes me back. Um, My choice for Black History Month, Spotlight. Cree Summer Franks. That's right. Winifred from A Different World. But also, and if you're not sitting down, you might want to be. She did the voice for Penny in Inspector Gadget, 1983. She was Elmira Duff in Tiny Toon Adventures. Susie Carmichael from Rugrats. Number five. And Cree Lincoln in Kids Next Door. I never saw that. That was after my time. But I know that that, that show was pretty big. Uh, I mean, where else do we go from here? I mean, uh, Black Arachnia in Transformers Animated. Oh yeah, I don't. That's a cool name, Black Arachnia. Yeah, I remember that. Black Arachnia. That sounds fucking sexy. I know it's a cartoon and everything, but like, you want to talk about like great aliases? Um, she was Beast Girl and Elastigirl Girl on Teen Titans Go. Okay. Yeah. Magma from X Men Legends. Um, she was Maxine Gibson from Batman Beyond, which was another show that I did watch. Yeah. Um, she did the voice for the Guardians of the Galaxy show. She she was Nebula. Um, she was Witch Hagger in Voltron, like a legendary defender. Um. Oh, and she was in Queen Sugar. Yeah. I never saw that show. Did you watch that show? My, my, my girlfriend watched the show. So you also watched that show then? I have actually, that one's one she's watched with me though. Oh, I thought sure. you guys did the thing where you always watch every show sometimes, together. Sometimes we also have shows that we can watch apart that we, the other person doesn't care about. Oh, I didn't know that part. Is that a part of a relationship that you can do? I didn't realize that. Yep. That's what we do. Like there's like there's shows that I care about that she doesn't care about that I yep. watch without her and vice versa. So What's one show that you care about? That she, is she watching WandaVision with you? I mean, no. Oh, okay. She yeah, she doesn't care about it. There you go. Um, look, there's so many fucking credits. Like, I would be here all day reading Cree Summer's credits. But the reason why I wanted to put a spotlight on her is because she was one of those actors that can, like, transform. And, like, you would just never even realize that she's doing all these voices. Yeah. Because none of them really sound the same. And none of them sound really like her speaking voice. And I always appreciate voice actors because they can do what actors do but with just one tool 
at their disposal. Yeah. Whereas actors can use their face, they can use their body, they can use their mannerisms. Voice actors have to convey certain levels of emotion using their voice. And then the animators go and animate the characters based on that. But when you're working with cartoons who have very limited facial features as it is, like if you look at Teen Titans, like Robin has two big ass eyes and a mouth yeah. and doesn't really have anything else. So that to me is like, you know, it just has a little bit higher of a degree of difficulty yeah. to, you know, emote mm -hmm. with only your voice. And, you know, not to mention the fact that I watched a ton of different world as a kid growing up. And I think everybody at some point goes through a Freddy stage where you're like, you're really into sort of the nerdy, artsy, flower child kind of girl. Yeah. Um, so shout out to her, man. Really appreciate it. Born in Los Angeles, by the way. I didn't know that. Uh, is that it? Are we done with the show? That is it. I think we're done with the show, man. That hour flew by really fast. Um, we were supposed to say rest in peace to Dustin Diamond. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, he's a problematic character, but I got to give him... Problematic person, too. Yeah, I. but I think that I should just recognize him for playing the smartest character on Saved by the Bell and the fact that he was the only person who was able to acknowledge what a smoke show Lisa Turtle was. Facts. Because he's the only one that gave her a play consistently. Listen, man, everybody else kind of went after Kelly. And if they couldn't get Kelly, they settled for Jesse. Right. But if you know, and those of us who knew, Lisa Turtle was where it was at. Yeah, yeah. only person that knew was Screech. The only person that knew was Screech. So shout out to you, bro. Um, rest easy, man. Live the hard life, man. Yeah. Kid actors, man, it's tough. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at State Your Take. Check out our playlist. Check out our merch store. Just click the link in our bio and hit subscribe. Like I said, if you are subscribed, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Yeah. Leave another review or just tell a friend. Tell one person about us that you think might dig us. One friend. That's it. You have anything else that you want to say to the people? I love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you. Camagator Productions.